Hey fam, welcome to the Supper Club. This is Lady Nina and Dr. Trey, and we are back with you live to help you talk through COVID-19 and its effects on us as a global community. Um, I said yesterday on uh, on these just facts, and uh, you know, take take a minute on Monday mornings, y'all got time now. Most of you come in on your way to work, but um, you can catch us at eight o'clock p.m. because these just facts is at eight a.m. and eight p.m. Um, but I was just saying how it's it's so incredible how something so microscopic we cannot see has has made such an impression on us globally and turned into something that everybody can feel. Something we cannot see is now something we all can feel. And we are definitely feeling it. Dr. Trey had to call me with those calls nobody wants to make earlier uh, this week. And we just, you know, it's... It's just, it's not comfortable. None of this feels good. So give us an update, um, Trey, on what's going on in, in South Florida, how y'all kind of navigating what's going on. And um... Well, it's, I mean, in South Florida, we, um, I think I mentioned last week or week before, you know, Miami Beach, what, what everybody knows as South Beach. There is no city, South Beach is actually Miami Beach. But what the world right. knows as South Beach you know, it's really shut down. There's um, kind of what you've been seeing on TV, people have been seeing on TV in other places, there, which is eerie, but there's no shopping yeah. going on. There's no out and about. There are no people skating up and down the Broadway. There's no people sitting at the restaurants. Um, there are no bars open. There aren't people walking up, down, walking up and down the street, people on the beach, people, you know, in their bikinis, people standing out in front of the Versace mansion taking pictures. Um, right. We know as South Beach being lively, that's not happening. Um, there's a curfew in place. So if you're not a healthcare worker, which I and my wife happen to be, um, outside of, you know, me doing the, the music thing and flying here and flying there and doing this show, I actually have a, um, a regular full-time job as well. Um, people are like, well, how are you ever there? <laughs> it's right, right. It works out somehow. Um, thank God. But um yeah, there's there's that going on. So um if you're not out for work, you know, some of the counties, Dade, uh, Miami Dade County, Broward County have it uh have um implemented curfews, Nina. Um aside from the curfews, only the state of Florida as a whole, the governor has instituted a, a shutdown, a lockdown. So basically, only essential businesses are remaining open. Some stores are only allowing a certain amount of people in the stores. You can go out if you want, but you're going to be standing in line outside. Um, yeah. So what is, what is your curfew? All, I think it's, um, I think in Miami-Dade, I'm, I don't want to be wrong, I think in Miami-Dade is maybe 10 o'clock and 10 o'clock in Broward as well, or 9 o'clock in Broward, if I'm not mistaken, 9 o'clock. So I think it's between nine and ten, unless you're absolutely, you know, unless you're going to work. Yeah, and that's, essential. Yeah. Yeah, and that's essential. So of course the um, grocery stores, pharmacies, um, things of that nature are remaining. Hospital, naturally, um, any any healthcare facility um, that would be open during those hours would naturally remain open, and that's it. Um, all this extra stuff, ain't no. I'm shopping here. I'm shopping there. Oh, let me run over here. 
none of that stuff. And of course, it's affected people not being able to see loved ones who are in the hospital because that's the other, that's the other part yeah. of this that I haven't mentioned. Visitation in hospitals went from one person for 24 hours. I know the health system I'm a part of was doing that. Some of the other big health systems here were doing that. Um, and I'm pretty sure they were doing it in other places because some of the health systems here also have hospitals around the around the country. Um, so, you know, they went from only one visitor per 24 hours um, and then it went to zero visitors. And that's just, of course, to keep down the amount of the, the traffic in and out of rooms, the exposure that patients and people have. And it all makes sense. If we can just sit still, calm, rest our nerves, calm down for a, a, a two-week, two- to three-week period and let the government and the powers that be get a better handle on what's going on, whether you feel it's fake, whether you feel it's being over overly done, overly sold, romanticized by the media, whatever it is, if we can sit still, we can try to get at least a better handle on what's going on. You mentioned earlier yeah. coming into the show, it, it's so funny because somebody said to me today at work, one of the case managers at work said to me today, um, we got to talk about how how small the healthcare world is and knowing different people. And and she said to me, well, the funny thing is you really think about it, not just the healthcare world, but the world itself. One One virus in another country has the whole world on a shutdown right now. Economically, we're shut down. Um, yeah. And I said, you know what? That's a, that's a, an amazing perspective because it's true. Like you started in, you started off with something we can't even see. That's everybody yep. sitting still, and that's kind of what's going on. So what's happening around the world is what ha- is what's, what's happening here in South Florida. Um, as a result of not being able to see people in the hospital and be able to advocate and be on top of things that you normally would be for them. Um, you know, we lost someone. My my um, my wife's grandmother is gone, and she was somebody well known in church and yeah. in the community and that kind of thing. A lot of people loved her and knew her, and um, so that so that's of course something to deal with, and not being able to. She was in the hospital at the time, so not being able to be there in person and deal with things with the her. way your family would yeah. like to do. Yeah. So it's a burden and I think of bearing. That's been one of the that's been one of the challenges here as well. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we, we've talked about this offline and how just, you know, usually when, when someone is sick and you, they, they have to be in the hospital being there and being able to talk them through whatever anxieties and fears they have help. Yeah. And that, that is proven scientifically Go and you know, check oh, yeah. the data yourself. Oh, yeah. It's been proven oh, yeah. scientifically that having support, having someone there talking with you, talking, mm-hmm. you know, helping you talk through what's happening to you, understanding what the doctors are saying, what the nurses are saying, you know, having yeah. an advocate there for you, knowing that someone yeah. is going to hold your hand has helped people pull through in the hospital in very severe cases. Yeah. That has oh, been yeah. scientifically proven. Oh, yeah. And so and I, I see it every day, honestly you know, believe, I see, you know, I right, see it you every, work I here, see it you see every, it. Day. I'm an extension. We have seen it know, I'm, I'm an extension of the executive leadership at my hospital. I'm that middle person. Um, a part of what I do 
is patient advocacy and I kind of help facilitate families being able to see people and do different things. And even now I'm pushing us having the, the iPad so that people can at least FaceTime their people and, yeah. and, and you know, video call them because it's a, it's a big component. I've seen what having family support can do. The crazy thing is there was a woman, of course, I won't give out any of her health information and personal data and all that stuff, HIPAA laws. So there was a woman in our hospital who, her family would normally be around. They're there. They're asking questions. They're very supportive. Her daughters and her mood was very low. She was in low spirits. Told someone she, you know, her cell phone was dying. Trying to reach her family and just being able for us for us working out. Her being able to speak to her daughters changed her complete mood. And that's what you need. You really do need to be in positive spirits and and be hopeful because it aids in the healing Absolutely. process. So you're saying it's so it, it's yep. so true. It's biblical. It's scientific. It's all of those things. There's nothing that goes against it. And it made her go from oh I'm so sad. I just want to go ahead and give up and die. To yeah yeah you know, I'm gonna keep pushing. And that's the deal. So the funny thing is, it's not always. I mean, and Nina, you know this. It's not even always the illness itself that that makes people's health decline it's the attitude and and the perception they have and and the state that they're in when going through the situation so if you're thinking negative thoughts because that they're in yeah oh god yeah absolutely so those things will burden you yeah yeah it makes a big difference And, and i think that leaves during this particular crisis because of the way that it's happening and, and loved ones not mm-hmm. being able to be in the hospital rooms with their um, with their loved ones, it, it also adds to the survivor's guilt. Like, I couldn't be there, and, right. you know, what if I yeah. was there? And, you know, I know yeah. you were scared, and I couldn't be there to hold your hand. And, and mm-hmm. people don't always, especially, you know, culturally, there's a lot of things that we don't believe are real, you know, even at the beginning of this, we talked about this from the very beginning that it's never a good time to panic, but it is necessary to take heed to instructions, to operate with wisdom and to understand how things, how things work, not to be, we really got to do a better job of not sharing this, false information and putting yeah. stuff out there that's scaring people and freaking people out. Fact checking mm-hmm. stuff you 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 sharing on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Like get the facts. Don't just share something because somebody shared it with you and it sounds alarming. Fact checking right. because some of this stuff, a lot of it is wrong and it's freaking people out. And when people get freaked out they make stupid decisions, quick decisions that are not wise. They put other people in danger. They put themselves in danger, and they don't think that it's a big thing. And unfortunately, some people don't think they're not going to take this thing seriously until they hit their family, until they hit their door. I was just having this conversation with my son the other day because the age group between 20, 18 and 21 that thinks they are invincible and nothing is going to happen to them because they're 18 to 21 don't take things as seriously until it's one of their friends, until it's somebody right in their circle. 
you know, and I've been mm-hmm. staying on top of him about taking this seriously. And he has right. worked at a job, you know, in the food industry. People are still ordering food. He has still had to go to work. And so some people whose schedules and their lives have not had to change as much don't realize the severity of the situation because they're continuing to go to work and things seem normal. And he, right. he, he texted me earlier today, and he was like, Mom, I'm... I'm losing, you know, I'm losing it. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, he sent me a screenshot of a text message he got from a coworker saying that coworker saying that they found out two other coworkers had tested positive and were exposed to uh, the virus and they were working with them. So he was freaked out immediately that he could have it. And I said, I had to calm him down and let him know. First of all, all of us, there's a possibility that all of us have been exposed. So, you know, calm down because you're not the only one. The next thing is to self-quarantine. Take the precaution. For the next 14 days, you will be self-quarantined. Check your temperature every single day. If you start feeling any aches, pains, or shortness of breath, let me know immediately. But if you're checking your temperature, at least we can catch that fever as soon as it as soon as it onset, and we can try to work on getting that fever down and doing what we can at home unless it becomes severe. And he was like, "Well, you know that you know people were feeling fine one day, and then the next day, you know they're saying people are in the hospital." And I said, "Yes, that's happening in a lot of cases because we didn't know what the symptoms were to look for, and we weren't sure how to manage them. And not saying that we can manage everything at home." Now, but we we know a little bit more about what to look for earlier, you know. Right, right. So the first thing is just to take those take those small precautions, and then we also another thing that has been proven scientifically that some of us don't believe is that worry and stress can add to you know can raise your blood pressure. It can make your make your stomach hurt. You can have headaches and back aches because of where stress is collecting in the body. So you have to stay calm so these other things are working you up and then anxiety begins to make you sick and now you're even more stressed and worried because the anxiety has mirrored the same symptoms of the virus and you don't know which is which. So now you're up in arms and you have to remain calm. You have Mm. to take precautions as much as you can and you have to take precautions when other people won't take them. So even though they've been going going to work, him and his roommate, I told him today, both of y'all are quarantined. Nobody should be in or out that apartment for the next 14 days. If you need groceries, if you need anything, I will come bring them to the door. Y'all can come down and get them because he's afraid of me being around because he doesn't want me to, you know, to be exposed and get sick. And it's like, this, you know, this thing is real. These are the precautions we really have to take. And, you know, when you talk about it being eerie, I, I left the house on sun, Sunday. Wait, was, I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. Saturday. Saturday. Okay. I left the house for the first time in 21 days. <laughs> wow. Because I was out on March 14th. I went to the funeral that morning, and that evening, I went to the pre-musical. At that musical, there are 
I'm going to try to continue to get through this without getting all super emotional because two of the individuals that were at that musical have now passed away. Another individual was my uncle. He's been in ICU for the last few days. Thank God he is regulating. They were able to take him off the ventilator this week, and he's improving. Another individual that was at that musical, a friend of mine, has been in the hospital for over a week. He has pneumonia in both lungs. I was in the same room with all of these individuals before we knew how serious it was, and I was in close proximity to every single one of them. Because I was, I it, we had a beautiful day that day, 65 degrees. By that night, it was snowing. This is Michigan. And I didn't have a, a, a coat on. Three days later, I was sniffling. At this time, this is still just like going into the third week of August. We, we're just now getting the information on what the symptoms are and how to handle it. I'm, I just have, you know, a, a common cold from being outside in that snow, and it was 65 degrees earlier, um, 65 degrees earlier that day. So I set myself inside, and I decided I wasn't going out because if I did have a cold or the flu, I didn't want to come in contact with the virus because a cold and a flu can then give you a compromised immune system. But that's the season. It's cold and flu season right now. So a lot of people yeah. are getting the cold. A lot of people are getting the flu. Yeah. So yeah. I, I self-quarantined. There was no reason for me to go out. I stayed indoors until this past Saturday because I didn't want I didn't want mommy going out. I went out and got supplies, everything yeah. that we would need, you know, for whatever, just essential items. And when I went out there, Trey, I was not prepared for what I was going to see and how I was going to feel. It literally was like, it felt like a scene out of a quiet place. Uh. I was getting out the car, I put the mask on. I grabbed the gloves yeah. to put them on when I got towards the, the basket. And uh-huh. just that action of having to put this mask on, knowing and I got to put gloves on, getting out the car and watching other people. Everybody's in mask. Everybody's in gloves. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see, if you, can't, if you couldn't see, you could feel panic. You go inside of a yeah. big store, and it's silent. There are people yeah. in there spread yeah. apart, but it's yeah. silent. People aren't talking, laughing, playing. People want to get in, get their stuff, and go home. People are afraid. Yeah. And it, yeah. it, it felt so, so heavy and unreal when I got back to the car, I had to, I have this grounding exercise that I do for people who understand what that is. If you have anxiety attacks or panic attacks, there's this grounding exercise that you do to, you know, keep yourself from getting to the height of those, um, of those attacks, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I started doing the, you know, small steps of that practice because I, I was getting emotional. I felt my eyes rolling up and I was like, I just want to go home. I don't want to be around nobody. I just want to be in the safety of my home. <laughs> and once I got and you, home, but you know what? everything that, that, comes off. Yeah. That's, that's way better. That's way better than, <laughs> right. That, that's way better than people having house parties and kickbacks. Oh my God. And block parties. Oh my and, God. Uh, 
Uh, I heard a, a tribute band decided to throw a Pink Floyd tribute band decided to do in New York decided to have something on the lawn on somebody's lawn. People, I'm not saying this to scare anybody or to make people go crazy because I don't think we need to go crazy. I just think we need to be careful, right. um, and that's the difference. We're not asking you to go crazy, not asking you to 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 lose your mind, but just be careful. Do what you can to protect yourself and the people around you. Um, let's be courteous enough to one another and considerate enough of one another that we, you know, do what we need to do to try to keep ourselves safe and then and, and in turn it will keep people around us safe. That's all I'm asking until we figure yeah. everything out. Um you know, look at places like New York and yeah there are a lot of false that's the other thing. There are a lot of false stories coming out of New York as well. Right. So we should know that. Absolutely. A lot of false narratives that people saying they're in hospitals and everybody's dead and then, you know, real media shows up and nobody's dead and hospitals quiet as ever. But then there are also people who are on the front lines of a lot of disaster with people getting sick and leaving for whatever, um, whether it be they're predisposed to some other issues, have weak immune systems, whatever it may mm-hmm. be. So we, we do have both going on. But we also need to look at the fact that people are recovering. So people have gone through it, self-medicated and treated it. It was much, much like the flu for them. And, and you know, they came out on the other side okay and, and are fine. Um, let's not drive this, oh, my God, I'm going to die, everything's so crazy narrative. And right. it keeps us straight. Right. It keeps us worried. It keeps us, you know, always feeling like, you know, we're waiting for the other shoe to drop, you know, as, as the saying goes. Yeah. Um, we, we don't need to be there. We just need to be cautious and be careful and do the things we know to do. Nina said she was home for 21 days. You know, some of these folks go to the store, yeah. Nina, just because they bored. They got nothing to do. So the whole family got to get in the car or all of them and their friends, and they got to meet up at the store. That's and dumb just, right now. I'm, I'm telling you, it's just it's, some stuff is just not worth it. And right now, it's not worth it. For you. We talked about this, you know, in the last yeah. couple of weeks. It's not worth it. To try and prove your faith to anybody by being out yeah. and still seeing yeah. churches filled with people. I saw a service going on with people in there right next to each other but got gloves on. What sense does yeah. that make? Some of this stuff is just yeah. stupid as hell. I'm, I'm sick of it. You're being yeah. stupid. You're not proving nobody. You're not proving nothing to nobody. Some of y'all yeah. want y'all y'all want Jesus so bad you're gonna get to him tomorrow because you're being stupid. <laughs> Surely even you dad, even dad said this. Even dad said, uh, Bishop Williams said this. There's no reason for you to come out and prove anything about your faith because you're going to be believing God from your hospital bed. From the hospital bed, right. That's what he said. And it don't he take that. him staying it does not take it. You, this is not the time to prove that you're bigger and better and you're smarter than everybody else. This is the time for wisdom because I'm going to tell you some of this, and some of our church family, y'all not going to like me, but, you know, that's okay. Because the church, truth of the matter is everybody that's passing away did not have to pass away. We are losing people prematurely, right. and we are yep. going to feel that loss in this earth. Yep. When all of this is said and done, we are going to yep. feel that loss. Because everybody that's going does not have to go. If you don't care about yourself, care enough about somebody else to stay inside. Yes, it's it's frustrating. And I know we were just telling y'all two weeks ago, don't panic, don't panic, let's be smart. I'm still saying that. But the reason why there's some aggression now in my voice and in, in, in my plea, I won't say warning, 
Because, again, we're not trying to uh, um, scare anybody, but my plea, this is my heart pleading for you all to stay home because we have lost, here in Michigan, we have had tremendous losses, tremendous. And, I mean, in one day, this is why we, we, we missed last week, for those of you, you know, paid attention. There wasn't a new show last week because I, I called Trey. I, I couldn't. I couldn't yeah. have put together the energy to get on and, and, and record a show and just business as usual. I ain't hungry mm-hmm. for likes, comments, and, you know, monetization. Okay. I ain't hungry for none of that. And I'm going to sacrifice myself and try to get on here and be crying mm-hmm. and sounding the mess to do something just to produce something. I could not do it. In one day, we lost three people in our community here in Flint two weeks ago. In one day. Two of those individuals I grew up with, like family. Yeah. And while yeah. I was working on one, and when I say working on one, I was asked to do a, a graphic announcement when um, uh, his name was Elder Freddie Brown. Everybody called him Uncle Lucky. Um, I was doing the announcement of his passing in this um, graphic form. His wife called mm-hmm. me and asked me to do it. While I was putting that together, I got the text that we lost Pastor Kevin Jones. Same day, within, you know, same day. Yeah. Yeah. Next message I get, Uncle Jesse wasn't doing well. And then, you know, over since that day, since Thursday, March 26th, every single day, I have gotten a call or text that somebody has passed away or somebody is in the hospital on the ventilator. And these are not people that I knew from afar or knew from, you know, six degrees of separation. I'm talking about I grew up with them. I know them. It hurts. And you don't even have the time and space to grieve. After Elder Brown passed away on Thursday, three days later, Sunday night, his son his youngest son, Freddie Brown III, passed away because of this virus. Yeah. So now we are trying to figure out how to support Sister Sandy Brown, who is a, um, she's actually the, the Michigan North Central Bishop Shears jurisdiction for the Kojic Church, for those of you who understand. She's the, over the president of the music department for that jurisdiction. In three days, she lost her husband wow. and her only son. Wow. Wow. And, and, These are, and even so more I so. Feel, I had to felt, you know, and yeah, then, you know, and even more so, they know Trey we're already in a place where they're like, hey, they don't know you know, hey, we, we love grandma. And I'm like, huh? We, yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Those are the calls that you want to get in every single day. Yeah. It makes it even worse because we already don't have a sense of normalcy, you know, in our in our regular lives now because of what's going on. And then you can't even grieve right. in, in your typical, you know, cultural, traditional, however you want to label it. You can't even grieve in, in right. that tradition. Right, because I know how we do. We go to the house. Yeah. We bring food. We help yeah. clean up. Yeah. We bring toilet yeah. paper and paper. We ain't even got no toilet paper to bring. Because apparently yeah. toilet paper is a hot commodity item. We talked about that. Everybody's going to wipe that out. <laughs> so it ain't even none of yeah. that to bring. But we can't yeah, gather and comfort one another right. the way that we right. do. You know, when right. when we, we lost um, 
Lady Iris Williams. As soon as I, you know, Trey had Trey called me and told me about that. You were the one who called me. Um, yeah. And I, I actually called to confirm with you because I had seen something on Facebook I didn't understand. And uh, I immediately text the girls. I text Jasmine and Myers. I told them me and Tiff would be, would be down there on the first thing smoking. I think two days later we were in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. That was yeah. that's how we we operate, and so just knowing yeah. I can't get down there and support my sisters, that part is killing me. And I know they can't even get there and you know do what they do. And y'all down there, right? And that's the crazy it's, part. We it's really a challenge can't, for everybody. Yeah, you know, yeah. We really can't be there for each other the way right. we would be given what's going on. You know, it's it's not and that's the thing about us. It's nothing to jump on a plane and be able to be some you know, oh we gotta okay, well what's on the schedule? Okay, well we need to okay, well let's move this around and so we can be where we need to yep. be. There's nothing for us to do that. But we're you know, everybody's facing that. This is not the norm. We can't plan services we need to. You can't, you know, carry out the grief process we need to and, and, and the, the way we're accustomed to doing so. And, and that is a bit of a challenge. I'm hoping moving forward, though, that some of the unnecessary things, I know we talked about this for a minute, some of the unnecessary things yeah. that we do, some of the things that are unfruitful that we do, um, we can learn that we, you know, it's, it's so funny. Even in the business world, you know, a lot of people who, you know, been told for years, oh, no, you can't work from home. You can't do this. You can't do that just because that boss needs to marry the Lord over and them and watch look. them and monitor them. <laughs> now they're begging you. Can now you can y'all work from home? We'll, we'll set you up. We'll do this. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, learning a, we're learning a lot. This crisis is teaching us so many things, not just on a spiritual level, not just on the uh, on, on the on the church side of things, um, a spiritual side, but on the, on the business side of things. It's really teaching us that a lot of stuff we were saying and doing, and didn't count for nothing, and really we could do without. So yep. <laughs> hopefully, yep. you know, it, and it's, it just really baffles me how some people are begging to work from home because it'd be better for them, but now oh, that it's better for goodness. the company because they need you to be producing during this crazy time. Yep. You know, the companies need as much produce, producing as possible. They can sit there, sit there, yep. setting everybody up to work from home. Well, can y'all please work from home? Can and you, can and you now, and now we know that Everything that that was said wasn't possible. We see how it's possible, and that's right. you know the bright side. And of course, we definitely want to leave yeah. you with the with the bright side of things before yeah. you know before we let y'all go today, because the, there is there is good news. You know, yeah. the, there are people every single day, multiple people that are surviving. Hundreds of thousands of people have beat mm-hmm. this virus. Yeah. People are beating yeah. it. They are getting over it. They are becoming immune, and that is a good thing. Once you get over it, you got the antibodies. You good. You yeah. good. We got people that's pulling through, and that's what I, 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 I definitely want to leave you all with that. We are capable. We can and, get through that. It, we will get through it. Yeah, going through it is the difficult part because we don't know when and where and all those things that we love. We love to control all the variables right. of everything. We love to be self-sufficient and think we control everything and we can live life how we want to and do what we want. And this makes the great thing about this is, and, and, and our, and, you know, I know we got to get up out of here. 
But the beautiful thing about this is is how it makes all of us equal again. We're all human. We're all subject to the same disappointments. We're subject to the same afflictions in our bodies. We're subject to the same emotional um, aspect of this thing. We're subject to feeling lost. We're subject to feeling disappointed. We're subject, guess what? We're all subject to losing money, uh, which can be regained later on. We're subject to not being as productive at work. We are all subject to the same thing, and I hope that coming out of this, because we will come out of it, that we don't forget yep. this particular time in our life where, in our lives where, um, really the, the, the world the stood still, and the world stood still. Yep, that's the interesting part. The world yep. stood still, and it ain't black, it ain't white, it ain't it ain't rich, it ain't Hispanic, it, it ain't American versus these other people. Yep. We're, this is a global issue. We're all facing it. No matter how we got here, we're here, and we all have to we're deal here. with it. Yeah, we're here, and, we and we're here. We're here together. There is no one country, no one area nope. in the oh, no. in, in in the world that is not experiencing the effects of this pandemic. And mm-hmm. we talked about that a mm-hmm. couple weeks ago. This thing evens the playing field. And I've seen oh, yeah. a lot of people, you know, encouraging people, you know, get to know yourself and get on your grind and start your business and do those things you dreamed of doing. And that's all fine and good if you have the capacity to do that. But I want to tell you all to rest. Rest. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that. Especially here in America. Because the way the way we have understood work to be has consumed our lives and taken us away from our families. It's taken us away from what we love and it's turned what we love into things that we hate. This is an opportunity to rest and get Get things yeah. done around your own yeah. home and space that you can clear out that you didn't have time to do. And even if that's not what you feel up to doing, just rest. Don't let nobody yeah. pressure you yeah. into having to get up and you should be up at the crack of dawn and you ain't going to work and you, y'all just lazy. Let people rest. This is a stressful yeah. time. And trust me, I'm talking yeah. to myself because I have oh, yeah. been, I have been up all day. And I look at the computer screen a good 20 out of the 24 hours in the day. I'm talking yep. to myself. Shut yeah. it down. No, that's important. You know, it's even going around on social. It's even going around on social media. And I'll say the truth, Nina. Even in this time, I've withdrawn from. I'm not, I'm not on social media as much, and that's my choice. I'm not telling anybody else to, to do it. But I, I've withdrawn from. I've withdrawn from it because guess what? There's all this. Well, you need to be finishing that book. You need to be doing this. You need. If you don't do it, there's never that you didn't have time. If you lack drive, no. We are in a different space and a different time. And as you said, especially in the states, yep. we push commerce, 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 commerce. There's times I work six, seven days. Days yeah. a week, Nina. You know how it is because you do the same thing. We go from this job, then we finish that, then we on a plane, and we go in here to do a gig, and we go in, and you're flying here to do this, and then we got, some, and then you know you, you were doing, you were you were finishing up stuff for school, and you had to go here and do the the, the whole yeah. thing abroad. It's always something. So guess what? If we gonna take, the, if you're someone who wants to take these moments and and literally take these moments and do what you want to do in them, go ahead. I'm not guilting anybody into. Uh, trying to trying to come out of this with as much peace of mind, as much stillness, as much calmness, yeah. as much of whatever they want that'll sustain them for the next chapter of their of, the, of of their life. 
I'm not blaming you. I'm not calling you lazy. It's a stressful time. No, no, we're not stressed out, but we are in the environment of stress. We believe in God. We believe right. certain things. And, we, we are in the, and guess what? We're not going to kill ourselves and put undue stress on ourselves to prove a point, to say, look what we did in a matter of weeks. Right. <clears throat> No, we're not doing that. No. We're not killing ourselves. We're going to no. take this time. As and much it, as it, I, it, 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 man. Yes, as, as much as I love, love my work and I have things that are on the agenda that I want to accomplish and goals that I want to meet, I have the freedom and the time to rest. And it's hard for some yeah. of us, I know, and we feel that pressure, and a lot of that pressure comes from social media because you see people trying to figure out how to hustle, and everybody's trying to figure out how to do what they did before, just do it in a digital way. And get a lucky, luckily for me, I was already working digitally, so you know exactly, this, this right. is working out, exactly. you know, pretty pretty great. But trust me, I, I I get real sad when I look at my Delta app and all my trips is canceled. Trust me. Oh, it's so disappointing. You don't realize it's so disappointing. Nina, I have so many, I have so many trips. It's so devastating to see your upcoming trips at zero. It is so devastating. We haven't been in that. We haven't been in that place in years, really, to be honest. And you know, and the beautiful thing is, we get to go and earn money. And you know, while we're while we're out having a little bit of fun, we're also earning money, and that's great. But you know what? You know what? I resolved, Nina. Even in that, for me, I said, you know what? Maybe it's good. I'm spending a little more time with my family. I can sit down somewhere. Yes. You know, I'm not I'm not leaving one job packed with with a bag packed, ready to jump on a plane for for another one, and then coming back with another with another the bag already halfway packed because I've got to come back home, home for a few days and I'm out again. My my, my brother-in-law said looking for a new car. He said um, why are you looking for, for car? You need to be looking for a plane. You ain't never home to drive a car. Why are you, why are you looking for a car? <laughs> right. and, I, and, I, and I laughed because it was so, you, you know how we do Nina. So I laughed. I said it's boy that, 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 that private true. jet got to come through. <laughs> and, it's, but, you know, it could it, be it could be anything that people have, you know, that people have going on that you were just used to. It don't have to be flying, whatever it is that you were used to doing. And yeah, now you're restricting it and you can't do it. You know, I know right. we're, we're just saying we, we know how that feels. And I just want to encourage you, you know, as, as we leave y'all yeah. to rest. And to spend some time with your own dreams, get in touch with it, what it is that you want. Because when this thing is over, that's when I want those of us who are are still here, who have survived, who have made it, that's when I want us to really go after life without those pressures we have now. I'm not you yeah. know, I'm not going to tell you this is the time to be doing all this. Stuff. Some stuff, that's too stressful. We, uh, some of us can't wrap our minds around that because we're grieving. It's just not the, not the time. Spend some time mm-hmm. resting and dreaming. When you get done there and you have a little bit more energy, you've got a little bit more inspiration, write some stuff down. When you write that stuff yeah. down, just look at it. Plan. You know, look at look at a map. Get online and look at places you want to go, things you want to do that will stop you before. Because trust me, I got some stuff in my mind that I have limit where I have limited myself. 
And some, I promise you after this, there are some things I'm not going to do. I'm not going to yeah. allow myself to go through. And, yes. I, and I'm yes. so excited about being able to arise at that space and knowing that at the next level, I'm going to live better, I'm going to love harder, you know, and I'm going to continue to live a life without regrets. We talk about that all the time. So rest and dream. If you grieve it, know that we're here with you, and you can tune in to the Purple Rose Planet 24 hours a day. And let that blue uh, jazz music lift your soul. Let it do yeah. that for you. Because on that on the network, one thing that I've done, I wanted to make sure that we adjusted the timeline for some of the music because we're not getting up and going to work and we're not in traffic like we were before. So some of the right. times we've shifted to accommodate you more. We've added some stuff to the daily. People really enjoy Funky Soul Saturday. We brought some of that to Monday through Friday. So now between 8 and 10, before the wind down, we got a little bit of funky soul for you Monday through Friday. So, you know, go to the station, listen to that music. Just get yourself in a place where you feel better. That's what we want for you. Rest, dream, feel better. And we're going to do what we can to be back here talking it out with you. Because that's all we can do. We're just talking through it. You know, yeah. we we just talking through it, and that's what we're going to continue to do. We love y'all, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. This episode of The Supper Club is brought to you by My Beverages, CBD-enhanced artisan water. Enhance your beverage, enhance your life. <laughs>